Check, check. All right, there it is. All right, welcome back to another episode of Dinner at Your Place. I got a great guest here with me on this fantastic Saturday night, and it's a real dinner now. It's we got we got ourselves a couple of late boys here. It's uh, <laughs> what is it? 10 p.m. So I'm we got to watch Adult Swim. Exactly, oh, dude. The sleepover vibes. <laughs> I got Mo Musa with me. What uh, up, Danny? Not much, man. It's really great to sit with you and have a meal. Uh, you are constantly... Mo is a... I can't even say where the comedian comes from, where he started, because the man is constantly on the road, constantly everywhere. So, Mo, I actually have a personal question to start with you. Now, where do you live? <laughs> <laughs> Connecticut. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know that place Rogan and them bash all the time. The, yeah, the interstate state. Yeah, I yeah, got. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Connecticut. Okay, because Route ninety one. Okay, yeah. So you do hail from Connecticut, because all of a sudden, I've been here in Boston for a minute, a couple of years now. All of a sudden, this name Mo Moose started showing up on all of these posters, doing spots. I was like, who is this dude? I saw you. <laughs> We're, I think we did a show one night when I first met you. Uh, but any, I don't remember where I met you, but I do remember some fresh ass Jays. I was like, this dude's cool. <laughs> I'm always, always like, matching with the glasses. Exactly. Always trying to turn. We use low key little. with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's not who you are. It's just part of the character. Yes. You know, some motherfuckers <laughs> got sneakerhead personality. Yeah. No, dude. I love fucking sneaker. Everything about them. I mean, I I just like too. It for me, it's like. It starts at the bottom, you know, like started from the bottom. Now we're here, sure. <laughs> but in the sense of like you're putting together an outfit, you look good, you feel good, you feel good, you play good, you play good, they pay good. Mm. Shout out Showtime. You treat Beyonce. your outfit the way carpenters build houses from the ground <laughs> exactly. of foundation. Exactly. It's the a found- lumberjack. The foundation has to be strong. It's got to be heat. And from there. You go up. So Ooh. that's where, I mean, and I also just like, I mean, shoes are cool, man. That's how I, so, but I remember where meeting you where you're like, yeah, I'm in Connecticut doing shows. I'm in Rhode Island doing shows. I'm now in Boston. I was like, this dude's got to be sleeping in his car or something. <laughs> like he is working so damn hard. How is he constantly? So you, you hail from Connecticut. Okay. What part? West Hartford, right next oh, okay. to Hartford, the capital. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's not much going on there. West Hartford, if you want to think of a, you know, uh, a suburb similar, uh, not similar to Cambridge, more like uh, like a metropolitan suburban area. Okay, West Hartford. We'll get into the, the, the nitty gritty of how and when and where and what was going on. But what were you uh, intrigued enough to come over for meal wise you asked me to make uh i've never made this i'm gonna throw it to you because i certainly can't say it as well i don't know what the fuck it's called this Uh. is a somalian dish (laughs) earlier this morning so i listened to your trailer today and i was like oh this dude is for real i can't just say steaks and asparagus i have to go back in time and remember what i ate growing up so i almost called my mom but i knew we wouldn't be able to translate it from Somali to English. So I just Googled Somali dishes and there was like 30 pictures. And I was like, that looks familiar. That looks familiar. I sent it to you and you made it look picturesque. That is very impressive. I would have loved to get on the phone with your, your (laughs) mother and been like, what are we doing here? And she'd been like, why are you doing this? (laughs) But yes, I don't cook for him anymore. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) So what, here we go. It's I'm gonna just do my best here. Baris iskukaris. It's Somali rice with chicken or meat. So I did the chicken that you had then sent me. Where? Oh man, this looks Hold like up. my auntie's chicken. I ain't gonna lie to you, dude. There's a there's a topping that goes with this that I gotta hit. Pa- I forgot to put the topping on for us. <laughs> Hold up. God damn! I All could right. find you a fucking Somali woman after you did this shit. <laughs> Easy money. We are back. I put the topping on for Mo, and he went, oh, there it is. And I said, is this even more 
reminiscent now does this look even more it's accurate like google this shit my auntie and uncle yes dude i'm so let's i'm let's do a bite then right away because i'm Start i'm google. excited to see if if it tastes how it looks to you in, in reminiscent terms here we go yeah yeah nailed it oh nice what the fucking thing tastes like let's do some of this lemon over it So the topping that I ran out of the room for is red pepper, raisins, onions, and a ton of spices. And you yeah, said fucking spice the fuck out. As soon as you walk into your house, there's a wave of spice right now. That's exactly it. I was looking at the recipe and I was like, I got a lot of this stuff hanging around already and then i got to the spice portion i was like i got none of this shit <laughs> this is all new to me so you said that your mom remixes it but this is how like your aunt and uncle made this it. this is the traditional dish right here okay now they're not as talented as my mom mm. she makes it way better but nonetheless you didn't have no direction i didn't give you no <laughs> No step, yo. This is how my mom makes it. This is how my mom makes it before she got a job. She don't make shit now, but back in the day, let's go. They weren't on her fucking level, but this is fantastic. Hell yes, I'm very happy to hear that. So the meal is like I said. I gotta go back to Google to pronounce this. This is. They don't got no Rosetta Stone for that shit, so they you can mispronounce man. it as much as you want. Baris Iskukaris, Somali rice with chicken, and then the chicken that most sent me like a me planet for a in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> the Death Star been fucked up, Baris Iskukaris. <laughs> the chicken uh, was called, oh boy, Digog Duban, Somali mm. baked chicken. So West Hartford Mo is eating Somali baked chicken and rice. What's your? You said your mom stopped cooking once she got a job. Was that she recent? She still or cooks, that... but she used to put a certain flair on it when she had more mm, hours in the day. Of course, cooking does take a little bit of time if you you know if you're going for all out. You yeah, know? this yeah. definitely. This this was actually not when I was looking at it. I was like, this is gonna take a while, and then it said like an hour. I was like, oh, really? Okay, this is, yeah, not nice. an hour. Yeah, it wasn't really that bad. The marinating, I'm sure, is what also. Because it said in the recipe, it was like, you should marinate this overnight. I was like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it said two to three hours for she the, you know, the chicken. Dude, yeah, it's, uh, you got to leave, you got to let it soak in and all that. It makes sense. But like timing wise, you know, you could still fit this in as, you know, we planned this this morning. You were like, I'm, I'm free tonight. And I was like, we got to do this then. Because <laughs> so, I was going to come here earlier and I was like, it's going to, if my whole day got fucked up. So I was like. You good? Yeah, no, we're good. Oh yeah, my day's okay. perfect. Okay, I was I crystal. Was, I, was I just like, woke up later than I wanted. <laughs> okay, got it. Okay, that's that's definitely gonna throw a wrench into the plans. So the day we, got wrenched immediately. Yeah. Wrenched immediately. <laughs> as soon as it started. All right. So the chicken is uh, lemon juice, and then again, all the spices. I mean, there's so many. I gotta write them down before I post about it because I didn't know it was possible to, to what? make this shit. To make this shit? If I mean, you didn't know the fucking... Uh, I mean, you sent me a good guideline. Okay. I, that was, you know, it's... Again, there's always a good guideline out there. And then you put your own flair on it. Now, of course, your mother, like you said, had a special flair. She had her own shit. Was she man. making this, like, a lot? Was this, like, a staple I fuck with meal? Uh, this right here, she made it a little bit different. Look, she, I grew up with her. So she found out what I liked. Sure. She did crowd work on it. That's what she did. She was like, oh, he likes this spice? Let me do more and more and more of that. Yeah. Then she figured out, oh, he likes American rice? Let me Somali it up. That's And that is how cooking goes. Like I said, there's always a good guideline out there. But you just find what you fuck with. Yeah. When you find what the people you're cooking for fuck with. And then you just make something that you all come together and ha sit down have a great conversation about. She she really remixed that shit because it's it makes you uh it's like when certain people like Italians they come over to this country their yeah. accent gets different right so it's like you they remix it to who they're around she did that with the food got it so she brought created her own home, Somali thing exactly she brought Somali home flair yeah yeah, to, yeah. did this you shit is phenomenal it just shows you how much cooler she was than my aunt. <laughs> These bitches were basic as fuck. They're making just regular, like, this dude made as good, just today. You Googled it. Today. 
today. You Googled it. You made it. And I'm like, wow, this tastes like auntie number two's dish. She's been cooking this for 30 years. No flair. Basic, bitch. You, you just, you don't understand what you just did to my next Thanksgiving. I lost so much respect uh, for so much of my outside family. White kid pulled out auntie number two immediately. status. <laughs> immediately. I'm like, it ain't my mom shit. I'm looking at my dad like, yeah, you go pimp. These niggas, whoo, lost a whole lot of respect. Wow. Danny from, I don't fucking know, Boston somewhere already out. Oh, it's like when you see a nigga start comedy. And it's like, holy fuck, this motherfucker's better than me. And you lose respect immediately for yourself. That's what you just did to my aunt. I forgot her name after my first taste. Uh, I'm so happy to hear that, man. I'm so happy that I, I've made something close to your childhood, even if it was basic bitch aunt number two. I fucking replicated this bitch. Holy shit. I can't even look at her. I can't make eye contact no more. So this was a, a a well-liked meal that you had growing up because your mom put her own flair on it, as you said, tailored it to how you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, was she doing this? We're like, she was like, Mo, what do you want for dinner? Were you like, make that rice with the chicken? Or did she do different meat? She always made, uh, sometimes she'd get lamb meat. she messed with that Ooh, beef. Lamb meat beef sounds in interesting. In the, okay. Like there, a nice lamb chop. There's about three dishes she made that were fantastic. A lot of mediocrity. <laughs> a lot of meat. It ain't on her. It's just whatever the culture yeah. brought in. They have like three heavy hitters. Sure. You know what I mean? There's like three things you're like, oh, I need yeah. that. But everything else is like, nah, let's go get some fucking Lunchables today. Got it. Got to you know do I mean? some easy stuff too. Yeah. So she came, did she come from Somalia? Straight out the boat. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So did my dad. But oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He came in maybe early seventies, late sixties. I don't know. Around okay. that time, he's been here for my dad's old. Okay. Old man. You got an old dad. Old dad. When I remember when I was in kindergarten, this girl Nicole, who I actually went to prom with. No way. This was back when she had like a unibrow. She got a little hotter <laughs> later. <laughs> but she she was like, is that your grandpa? And I was Ooh. like, damn, my dad is old. Yeah. I and, did. Keep going. Were you going to follow it up with something? Because I got I, another old dad story that was a similar like, okay, but you, you what did Nicole, how, what did you say after? Is that your grandpa? It was just a realization. And then a lot of people asked you how old my mom is. And I was like. Right now, she's probably like 27. And I was like, hey, that's what you get when you come to America early and you establish yourself. He ain't going to get no old bitch. This nigga was a man. Oh it is what it is. God. No disrespect. So they have a little bit of an age gap, too. That was that was part of your growing up. What are the, if he's... She's old now. She's old now. I mean, of course. I thought my dad was going to die like 40 years ago. So <laughs> I'm trying this new thing where I say my dad had me when he was 50 and the Somalian's life expectancy was 53. So he was trying to be a deadbeat dad. Uh, so every year I'm shocked he's still here. That's a good that's a good bit. Good yeah. play on word there. <laughs> My uh I dated a girl in college who we got close enough where I went and visited her house where she grew up and like met her parents and before meeting her parents though, she stopped and was like, Hey, I just want to give you the heads up. My dad's pretty old. <laughs> and I was like, No, that's cool. Like, what do you you know, like I wasn't gonna make a comment about it or anything, but like, is he like that old? And is she was like, dead? "No, Danny, he's <laughs> he's pretty old." And then I met him, and he was like hunched over, and like he was pushing seventy then. And like it was, I was like, "Damn, this is okay. This is I have to respect this as <laughs> as I talked about." But goddamn, the mom. It was a probably was probably like a twenty year gap at least. Twenty year, okay, that's what my. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, I think it was might be thirty years, like the age gap, the wage gap. <laughs> <laughs> thirty years. He the comes over in like the sixties or seventies. You said, and your mom comes later. Do you remember what what year? My mom came here maybe two years before me. So right now I'm twenty nine. 
So maybe 1991. Okay, and two years before you were born, not yeah, like two yeah, years. Yeah. Like yeah, she yeah. left you in here? Somali. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you're, and you're like, I'll follow you in two years, mom. I'm like, yeah. make some, make In their some... culture, there's not really a, he brought her over here to be married immediately. Boom. We're starting a family. Got it. That's the culture. So did he know her from, like, from the olden days? Back I don't in know. The... He knows her family. Okay. So it could have been like tribe what? shit. <laughs> some tribe shit. Okay, so he brings her over. He says, "Let's have a kid and start our own little, our own little Somalia." Yeah. And then you said, "I'm gonna go tell jokes." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So here's a funny thing. I never really discussed this. I got my little brother who also does stand up. Yeah, Matt. He's funny as funny as fuck too, man. Fun, runs you. the family. Thank you. Uh, and so my mom, we had three, two. We would say brothers and one sister, right? Okay. I don't know the sister anymore. She got shipped off somewhere. We're not we're not blood related. Maybe she was like my dad's. She left a little. She's a little older. She left. Her name was Sainab. So like I don't know what the, she's somewhere a, in Minnesota right now. A, kid a married from like woman. A previous like before your mom Maybe got here. Maybe my mom's like... thir- second cousin brought her over. Okay. So yeah. my dad had some sort, I don't know, he set it up to where they, she could also, my mom could bring people over. Got it. So my dad brought, okay, so my dad's brother, Ahmed, has a lot of children. So he, What is a lot? Can a, we, a lot Do you not even children. know that I'm... I don't know. <laughs> I just know one of our uncles has 21 kids and he has the most. What the fuck? Yeah. And uh, we brought over. 21 and he has the most and the others are like, I'm coming for that number. Yeah. I don't <laughs> Literally, know how they I'm picked it out. I'm coming for that number. But they made my, uh, I don't know how they picked out Ahmed, but Ahmed's the man. He's my older brother. Blah, blah, blah. Osman, he's uh, my mom's first cousin. He got brought over with her. Uh, super high IQ. I think that's how they picked him out. He was smart <laughs> as shit as a kid. Mad smart. We he need, already retired. He moved over here. Was a director retired. We need a brainiac on the Somalia yeah, team. on the roster. Yeah. They brought him over. Genius. Very intelligent. Already got mad children. Retired. Going back to Africa to Jesus. build in businesses. So I, I bring this up to say this. Me and my little brother are comedians from my mom and dad. And the ones they shipped over from Somalia are like executives or companies. <laughs> 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 who are extremely successful financially right now. The ones born here were like, I'm going to go be the weird fuck-up artist. Yeah. And the ones that the immigrants are like the super hard workers. Hardcore. So it was funny. Mo, <laughs> go back to where you came from. <laughs> it's too late now. Which, which is a problem because that's Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> that's unreal, man. But, I mean, you guys are both killing it. So they, do they support it? Uh, my dad's laid back. My mom, I got a strong will. She can't say shit. She now supports it by proxy. Sure. My dad, here's a benefit of having older, uh, an older dad. Ask your ex. Don't ask your ex because I met your girl, so don't ask her. But <laughs> they're laid back. They don't give a fuck. They're too old to really have a will on anything. Okay, that is a so good So my point. dad he don't was. have the fight in him to even correct whatever course he thinks I should be on. He is gone. Yeah, he was kind of just chilling. He don't wanted to just like go to the racetrack and eat chicken parm. That was his vibe. Yeah, like, he's done. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's checked he, out. He grew up homeless. He he, he didn't have parents. What? My dad's kind of an OG. So he, in his perspective, he's like, he'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Yeah. That's his mindset. That's, I mean, that's a great parental mindset to have. I mean, you can't smother the kid anyway. Otherwise, they're going to hate you. They focus smothering on religion. They should have focused. Like, I always tell them now. What Did you grow up reli- like Mad religious. What? what, what? Some, Muslim. Muslim. Okay. Yeah, mad religious. But I'm also a hypocrite, so I grew up religious. I never fasted, never prayed. Got it. Everyone else did. I didn't do any of that so, shit. Yeah, it was the forced Muslim, like where you you don't believe. It's like your parents are just. Oh, like, I believed in it. I just believed oh. I didn't have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I believed in it hardcore. I was just like, not me. Oh man, Mo is above the Quran. I'm above the fucking. This is this is what changed my life. They should have. This is why you personalize messages to different individuals. They told me, okay. Every uh, during Ramadan, yeah. if you fast and you pray, right, one of those nights, all your sins get wiped away. So I'm like, why am I gonna do yeah. heaven homework now? Heaven homework. I'm gonna just 
I'm going to just wait like three decades. I'm going to sin all now and then get my, uh, my slate white clean. Exactly. That's the same thing. I grew up, you know, wicked Catholic. And they were like, you have to go into the booth with the priest and say all the bad things you did. And then you're good. And it's like, all right, well, I'll just do the bad things then. And then, sorry, man. And God's like, you're good, dude. And then you just you live your life. But then that's also the hypocritical <laughs> religious person that a lot of people hate. So that was us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When did you bounce from religion? Uh, me technically, I'm still religious, even though I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I would uh, consider myself like a spiritual. Like, there's a. I mean, there's so many religions out there. I don't know who's right. It's a mixture of some things, maybe. So like, there's something. I'm there's a higher being but like i don't subscribe to a religion in that sense you know yeah uh i'm never gonna say i'm not muslim for branding purposes <laughs> of course you heard so it I here <laughs> mo musa is still a muslim i'm what you call a cultural muslim this is where my dad fucked up too they told me this one story where they said uh they didn't look there's a lot of different stories that get passed on to show how uh, beneficent, uh, I might be pronouncing the word, magnificent, just great, kind God is. And one of them, sure. there's this prostitute who was a prostitute her whole life and it was raining and she saw a starving dog. She took her heel off. I don't know how they had heels then, but this is the story. She took her heel off, went to a puddle, scooped up some water fed it to the dog and they were like she went into heaven after that and me I was like if that whore can get into heaven what the fuck am I praying for that's what that's what they were like they wanted me to hear that and be like oh my god god is kind I was like nigga he's a pushover <laughs> her, her? <laughs> I know how much he hates whores so I know I was like her she got into heaven god simp because he saw a nice lady do something for a <laughs> dog oh, that's a great perspective <laughs> he's sipping they stole women for looking at niggas so if she got into heaven I was like I don't need to do Ramadan never again it's a tough man. I went to a Catholic college too, where like you know, it's you got k people, kids who are on Saturday, underage drinking, participating in premarital sex, and then Sunday rolls around. And it's like they're in the front pew of church, attending mass, and it's like, well, this is you're kind of picking and choosing here. I that's mean, and that's brushing their teeth. Exactly. Yeah, and that's exactly it. I kind of. I kind of personally got sick of brushing my teeth, so to speak. So You don't want to go nowhere. Yeah, I just figured, you know what, I'll check in where I can in my heart with my own personal higher powers, make amends there, mm. and I don't have to go to some building. You know, like the phoniness of it. Yeah, it just kind of seemed like it was, a, it, was, it was all for show. You know, it was a lot of like, look at how great and holy I am. You know, like, do the donations for church always kind of rubbed me the wrong way, I guess? Tithing is 10%, right? I mean, I don't know what, I don't think it was a, a maybe back, I don't, that'd be crazy if I Googled right now, like, old tithing church is 10%, tithes. Ten, yeah, 10%. Okay, but the church, like, they just hand out a basket, you know, at around communion time. And they're like, throw in change, couple bills, whatever. And I just remember like ha holding that basket and seeing like $50 bills in there being like, this building, this congregation has so much money already. Why are we, this is all just so we can feel better about, again, this higher power that we don't understand. Why are we giving this building money? Couldn't we all just be doing this on the lawn outside? Mm. You know, I, I just didn't see why it had to be such a... If uh, we were in hunter-gatherer times, you'd be a great Catholic. <laughs> it's it's, the, it's just the infrastructure that got you fucked up. It's Yeah, it was the... I mean, and also the... You were looking at the foundation like, we don't need this. The, it goes back <laughs> to the foundation. It always starts... From the ground up. And also, I mean, you know, the kids stuff. That was, that's tough to look past. You can't really. 
Yeah, that's a that's a deal breaker. Yeah, right that there. that's a big time deal breaker. That's a deal breaker. I mean, uh, Islam is really. If you look at it historically, it's uh, it came after Judaism and then uh, Christianity. So, for example, tithing in uh, Christianity is ten percent. Islam is two point five percent. So Muhammad saw that and was like. They ain't gonna be that religious if I make them char- pay them, make them charge them that much. <laughs> so it was like really a remix. So he saw like successful things from your religion, yeah, and then applied it to his shit, and, and then made added it some new shit. Dude, it's like how your mom cooked for you. Yeah, she <laughs> remix. Yeah, he saw that and was like, it's like how we watch comedy. Is like, oh, that type of joke works. That's outdated. He saw that ten percent. Is like, that's outdated. Two point five. I could get them to be hardcore uh, religious while not feeling like I'm spending too much. Another thing to keep people mad religious: pray five times a day. You do anything five times a day, you're committed. That's oh yeah, five the five times, time, and you got to face the east, right towards Mecca, wherever some Mecca shit, is. Yeah, wherever Mecca is, I, I don't, I did. A lot of rules. A lot of you do some do five times. That's a habit. That's a, that means yeah. you, you're like that's you're more, about to you about to fuck some random pussy. And you're like <laughs> it's about to be shahada time. I can't that's, do this. Yeah, dude. That's a. I'm sure there have been Muslim people who are about to be in the pussy. Bitch, get off me. He got an alarm for it. Only Muslims got alarm at 5:25 p.m. If you ever hear a phone go off randomly, ding 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 ding, that motherfucker's about to pray. It's either that or birth control. Yeah, <laughs> those are the only things birth control in Islam. You at five twenty-five p.m. You ever been on stage when the birth control alarm goes off I didn't in the crowd? Know it was a birth control alarm. Now I know what the you fuck know, that exactly. is. Exactly. Next time, just that random alarm goes off at like eight thirty-eight p.m. or whatever, and you're in the middle of a set. Birth control alarm. And I'm gonna say to the dude next to her, she did that. <laughs> and she then, don't like you like that. And then they're and then they're both gonna try and fight you. <laughs> before we get into that, I was gonna say before we yeah, what are, you go well, before my we do. My friend, uh, he's a comic, very funny. He just had twins, and my other comic friend said, "Yeah, fake name Phil just dropped a collab." He referred to kids as a collab, and I was, <laughs> I was dying. It's mad funny. That's a good, yeah. I mean. That's way more fun than the like creepy pregnancy pictures that get taken or whatever. Like you know, our new family is here. It's like <laughs> no, we dropped a fire mixtape. The group is getting going. <laughs> the group is getting going. Yeah, the group is ready to go. Band practices, fuck today, <laughs> every day for the rest of my life. That's wild though that we somehow got from your mother remixing your aunt's meals that were subpar and we got to no religion in the sense of christianity was your aunt cooking subpar you know jerk chicken or chicken and uh and rice and then her shit was the torah yeah exactly your mom you came in with the bible And my mom read the fucking Ten Commandments. She's like, get, like these, get these raisins out of here. That was her chicken. Every time I see her chicken, I'm like, mm, God damn, I should have prayed today. But I don't need to because I'm blessed because of this chicken. Oh, my goodness. This is exactly the energy. I, I love how you are so just upbeat all the time you just bring life to a room and sometimes that life can get a little rowdy mo (laughs) how many times all right so now it's we're recording this on october 1st it'll be out mid-october how many times have you been accosted this year by a crowd member i want to say three but i can't remember one so i'm gonna just say two Okay, but the fact that you can't remember one. I try to forget it so I can keep it moving. Okay, so. Doing, I'm on stage. Okay, so, yeah, so. <laughs> I actively, purposely try to forget so something. It's, but two of them have become community viral. It's, yes. It's, so, so it's like, I'll never forget those two. So it's, I mean? it's three with one we're actively trying to forget. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so that one we'll skip over. <laughs> one that I would, do the one, well, what, 
what's the one that okay, I don't know? Okay, so the know? third one, I just remember what it was. It's after a comedy show, so technically, yeah, that's, that's why it's not grouped in my same yeah, no, memory that's, bracket. No, it's after the yeah. show. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, the one that I was there for at Hideout was you were ripping mid-set, and then I knew that that had happened previously. So before we get into the one that we were both there for, can you please... Set the record straight for me on what happened for the first time. Was that the scene, right? Oh, the comedy scene. Yeah. Dog. Comedy scene. I used to be there more frequently. That room, that I, it's a rowdy audience, and it's fantastic. It is, yeah. They, when I was there, been there a few times this year, it was always packed out. From my experience, it was packed out. Sometimes it's rowdy, and it's... I've uh, been there twice when it was mad rowdy, and it was mad fun. So I was riding with it. This time, <laughs> I think this dude said something. Honestly, he kind of hurt my feelings. Oh, really? He got <laughs> to you? Slightly. He got me a little tight. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was a random heckle. Do you want... Would you remember what he said? Do you want to say I just... No? I was dating some chick at this time, and we... I just stopped talking to her. Yeah. And then I was doing uh, one of my jokes about dating, and he, in the middle of it, just screamed, you don't get pussy. And I was like... Ooh. Technically, the last three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like technically he's right, so I kind of went at him a little bit randomly. Sure, yeah. I was like, Ding! hit he him was, with something, he but was... he was too far to see, so I couldn't really. That's it's a huge room, mm, so this is, guy's yeah. in the back. I can't see what he is, mm-hmm. right? I can't. See I can't him. see whatever he is, so I can't really make fun of him. So in my head, I'm just getting mad. Yeah. But it's you're just fighting like, a, oh, you're fighting I can't a ghost. I'm, I'm, yeah, so it's just like I move on. But then yeah. there's just a moment in my set where it's like randomly a pause. Like I just did an evil stare. You guys can't see that. But that's what it was. And then, you know, I kept on going with my set. Before that, there was this rowdy like uh, girls table. It was like a sorority. They were drunk. It was her birthday. You know how those tables it, get. Oh, so the a, first five minutes were focused on her. I was going to say, it's a hurricane that you can't. You can't just walk over. It's a maelstrom. You got to ride that wave and just wait for them to shut up a little bit and then kind of. And then kind of get in. Yeah. Slightly attack them. Just slightly. Spice it. You know what I mean? Because they, yeah. You You go too hard. One of our girlfriends are going to come up and like, oh, we're going to just ruin the show now and it's okay because we're hot. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. They they know at the end of the day, if they're hot enough, no one's going to really be that mad at them. So. In the middle of my side, I hear some guys say that, whatever. I get off of stage. Later, I'm just standing by the door. And this guy, I was like, oh, that was him. And he comes up to me. He was like, great set, man. And I was like, you interrupted me. Yeah. That's... Why are you saying great set now? Just, he just walk he was... past me. Yeah, I thought so he was having fun. I just started being very sarcastic to him. I was like, hey, man, you're a great audience member. Man, I enjoyed your presence. I wasn't. I've never had a good night until I've seen you. And you get to hear my tone a little bit. I'm not being overly a dick, but I'm just being extremely sarcastic and of just course. being like friendly, fake friendly. Yeah, of course. But uh, he took it the wrong way. He was drunk. And I was like, man, your shirt, his shirt was fucked up. The way you ironed it. Oh my God. Send me a guide. And I don't know if he's an accountant or something that rubbed him the wrong way. So uh, he was starting to talk really loud, very loud, and the headliner's up. Yeah. So at this point, it's like, all right, Mo, disengage this guy. He's been yelling for 30 seconds now. Yeah. So it's like, just walk away. Right. Right. And then his wife says, okay, let's go outside. And I was like, and I just said, yeah, you should go outside. And this motherfucker threw his beer at me. <laughs> punched me in the face. The weakest punch I've ever seen in my life. Of course. And then uh, Dan, uh, this fucking, no, not fucking, uh, Reardon. Yeah, Dan Reardon. Reardon. Yeah. Big boy. I didn't realize how big he was till then. He just broke it up immediately and just got the guy outside. Yeah, dude's got lineman energy. I didn't know energy. how fucking huge he was. Yes. Yeah, you're not going to want it. Was Reardon bigger than this dude, too? Reardon was his size, but way more athletic. Got it. Yeah, Reardon's got that. Like I said, that lineman bouncer. He has a Buzz Lightyear jaw. Yeah. Oh, he really. That's <laughs> just a strike. Reardon can move. You know what I mean? This dude. I mean, he punched me square in the face, and it felt like nothing. Yeah. And then like Reardon, it was one of those. Like it was like a hammer oh, fist, but I'm on, standing. 
Yeah. So it was like a judge's mallet. It's doing nothing. To my face. And I, the my face was like, not guilty. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it was just not a good punch. I unfortunately know from his perspective how little that punch did because as a child, during one of the many instances of bullying, I, I said, this is it. I'm going to throw a punch. And then I threw it like the hammer fist. And then halfway through... I was like, oh, no, I'm going to get in trouble. So and then I just hit them in the shoulder. <laughs> and the person was like, dude, what the fuck? You're such a nerd. You calculated in real time. That yeah, you could exactly. get in trouble. First. Yeah, they were like, dude, what are you like? Like the whole like energy of the bullying of like, ah, you fucking loser. Like all that just completely stopped. And it was just like two adults. And he was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was trying to help you here. Just hit me for real, man. Grow up. <laughs> I was like, Danny, I really want to pick on somebody else, but you're making me pick on you. Yeah, yeah literally. It's like, I like you, but like, it's my role here to be a dick. And like, I like you personally, but now I have to it was actually literally that you. Exactly. It's like, dude, you just, all the ammo that I ever need is just given to me in this weak ass shoulder punch. So I yeah, I, I unfortunately know how little Damn that punch to the shoulder. Literally, dude, it was nothing. Um, <laughs> so they always tell kids to stand up for themselves, but what if the bully is just a straight up sociopath? Dude, they they also say stand up for yourself, but they a don't say how to do it verbally and then b they aren't like stand up for yourself, by the way. This is how you throw a punch. <laughs> yeah, there's no help kit for that. Exactly. Because imagine that kid goes, beats the shit out of the bully, and they're like, where did you learn to do this? Like, oh, my dad. Like, Whoa. There's a, <laughs> a lot to unpack There's a here. lot going on now. Yeah. So, like, it's always just stand up for yourself, figure out what that means. And unfortunately, like cooking, there's a lot of trial and error. That's just the yeah. way it goes. You might, you might, you might become the new bully. I, you, you, depending on the reaction of the audience, it's like, oh shit, I'm powerful. I've never had that moment personally. Exactly. You are in a lot of control, which is a perfect lead into the second one where I saw, which was this guy was way out of line. You were doing a joke about a male masseuse, and he just got up, went to the back, and was going to get a drink. And did he say? Did he say the F slur? He 17 f- times. He dropped it hard. Oh, I know he dropped it later. I know he was later was oh. like, fact at this, fact at that. But uh, like right up top, was he just like gay? I think he just Immediately. said. Immediately. Yeah. yeah. He So the audience couldn't see, yeah. but I felt the energy. Yeah. So I knew not to combat it like that, but right. it was just like a piercing energy where you feel it. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, me personally, I need in life, in almost everything, I need control. Yeah. So if I don't, I'd rather fight than lose any control. Right. Because people seeing you whimper, that's, you know what I mean? And you, I mean, you did not back down because after, whether this guy, he dropped a slur, clearly was homophobic, you zeroed in on it. So me, I was like, oh, I'm going to act gay now because I'm going to make him the evil one. Exactly. Because I'm not going to be like, I'm not even gay. Like, he doesn't care. He considers me gay already. Exactly. He doesn't care. He does not. Uh, That's just me backing down. Yep. So I'm going to make him look as bad as possible. And you made him look fucking terrible. I thought, I mean, this guy, I'm doing the male handjob joke and this guy gets up. And I was like, I'm not, there's a point where I say, I'm not gay, but, and he just interrupts (laughs) and he's like, that's gay. Yeah. And they, he didn't say it that loud. He, he didn't just know. said, he just, just, I joke. heard it. Exactly. Gay, and then one of those, ugh. Mm-hmm. And then he got up and went to the bar. That was so it. So the audience didn't really know that. But to me, he just interrupted me in a way where it was too aggressive. Uh, yeah, absolutely. To where he interrupted my set. Now, if it was just a regular heckle, it was the level of hatred. It, to mm, where it distracted me, where if maybe I was a little bit, I could have probably just ignored him. But it was a small room. So hateful, though, also. Yeah. I mean. It's packed, but it's a very, uh, one of those, it's very immersive. It's one of those rooms where you could see everybody. Oh, yeah. So he interrupted my whole flow. Of course. So I said something naturally, and I was like, oh, I don't remember what I said. I can listen to the recording. I have no idea. I think you, you, 
you started in as the rest of the audience thought as well, where you were just like, that's so hateful. Like, dude, it's 2022. What are you doing? Like, you, you try to diffuse the situation before poking him, which I remember the turn, because he then dropped, I think that's when he called you a faggot, and you were like, you know what? I am going to just lean into this and pretend I'm super gay. Yeah. And you were like threatening to fuck his son. <laughs> <laughs> I want to board your son with my dick. Wild. You, you started just saying you were going to fuck his son so good and how great that it was going to be. And he was like, you don't talk about a man's son like that. He lost his shit, got that drink from the bar, threw the glass at you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dodged that shit. I was like, oh. threw the whole glass. I, I didn't even realize until the, the video and, like, talking about it with a couple people that he threw the glass. I thought it was just the drink. Chucked the whole glass at you. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> Thank God he didn't hit me, but if he did, I, I would have been unfortunate because I would have had to. I don't think I could have sued him. I would have to sue the club, right? I don't know how that I works. I don't want to sue the club. Of course, it's not, I'd no, sue he's, him. I mean, he's getting charged for sure. Yeah. I mean, he, he... Me, I'm an American. If I get an opportunity to sue, I will. You know what I mean? But I don't want to sue a comedy venue. Yeah, of ever. course. Yeah, of course. But what's going to happen if I sue him? He'll probably sue the club. Maybe. I don't know. I I've don't only know. been in three court cases. <laughs> <laughs> He's liable for something, even for just throwing the glass, at yeah. the very least. It's it's got to be attempted something. Mm -hmm. But he chucks the glass. Hate crime? Ooh, I would have dropped an OnlyFans link right and me there. sucking dick right there and then. Come immediately. On. Immediately. This, this man is being charged with a hate crime. Please, by the way, check out my OnlyFans of me blowing his son. <laughs> <laughs> I was so shocked he didn't drop the hard R, dog. We talked about that on the way. I was I, shocked. I was waiting for it. I was just—I already had a joke ready for it. I don't remember what it is now. Yeah. But I had it. I was just like, he was rhyming. He said the, uh, the hard F so hard hey, so dude. many times, 17 times. I was like, I'm, he's starting to rhyme with it. Like, he's starting to be creative <laughs> with how he drops it. You know what I mean, he dropped the double G, so I thought he was going to drop the other double G, and he never did, which makes me think, I did notice he was dating a black woman. I thought he was, uh, I thought he was Italian, but it turns out maybe he was some sort of mix, some sort of dark Spanish, Dominican Republic, maybe. God, he, was, he was, wasn't white, I'll tell you that much. He was. Uh, I thought he was a hardcore, like, one of Lucky Luciano's henchmen. It, I, was his I was getting Italian vibes. Yeah, that like one my, of the extras yeah. that didn't make the cut to acting in exactly. Sopranos. Like big collar, pinstripe shirt, unbuttoned, like, halfway. I was getting big Italian vibes from yeah. him. He was buff, but he's old. He was, so it was not intimidating to I me. I was also going to say, not a shot at the short kings, but he was a smaller He was very dude. short, too. It's like, look, you're mus more muscular than me, but I did notice these fucking seven white linebackers. I, dude. The bros loved me, so I knew that, and I knew at the end of the day, if he beats me, it's not going to hurt that much. I feel like I could defend myself against him. It's also going to I'm go in my 20s. He's... He's going to get yanked off you so Like you said, there's seven white dudes that look like linebackers that stood up and were like, I will protect this stranger I just met seven minutes ago. Yeah, and I've, I've gotten my ass whooped before. I know he's not going to hurt me that much. He's going to throw a, a standing hammer fist at you. It's not going to be anything. It's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. So walking to your, you to your car, though, we were having a great laugh about how, like, we were surprised even with the woman he was with that we didn't get the hard R. Yeah. He was, he was that like, hateful. It would just seemed. That's why she was black. Yeah. It, it's the only, it must've been the only thing. Cause he was, remember? he was, he was ripping every slur he could think of. He, remember he, he yelled, he was like an old school guy. That's why he aged gay people. But he was like, go downstairs. She was one of those. Like he was, remember he that? Did. He yeah, did. She was like, Honey, stop it. He was yeah. like, go downstairs. We were like, oh, shit. Yeah, that this is was a different level, a different energy. Over This is old school. What brought him into that? That was, that was another quick little peek into yeah. his life of what kind of person he is, where his his partner is like, we should leave. You, this is so homophobic. He can't listen to a hypothetically gay joke. And then yells at his woman to go downstairs. He's handling this. That guy, he in... 
five minutes of an interaction did not do one redeeming thing. <laughs> you knew who he was. You knew in, who in he was in minutes. those five minutes, and you did not want to see him ever again. No. And he's just out there right now. Do you think that him and that girl are still dating? Uh, I mean... I would say yes. Unfortunately, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> she knows who he is. She's got she, it. I mean, he's ranted about them a lot in a lot of car rides. He's got, yeah. I bet I bet you keep him up at night, too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, I bet like can once... relate to this where you, like, you wish you said something in an argument. Yeah. He thinks about like, oh, I wish I did, blah, blah, oh, blah. Oh, yeah. That like I wish once I or twice him earlier. Or as soon as he did that joke, I wish I just whooped his ass. I got my mom just died. I got some money to back up legal fees. I could have Exa- supported yeah. my son that night. You know, once or twice a week, you pop into his brain in like the shower right before falling asleep, where he's like, "Oh, I could have said this." Yo, imagine that, dude. Dude, you're. I'm telling you. He was so He mad. was so mad. I mean, he flipped He threw it. a fucking glass at you. <laughs> there's no way you, you... There's no way that three months go by and you're like, oh, yeah, I did throw a glass at that stranger. And he's an old man now. Yeah. Like, he's still got that energy to throw glasses at people. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, he flipped it to where... So, pretty much, this is what I remember, just some snippets... He called me, uh, he said, don't talk about my son. I remember saying I'm allowed to because we date. <laughs> and he just started getting real chipper at that point. And I just remember he spit at me, but he was at the bar. He did spit at you. Yeah. So it was too, like, there's no way. So he yeah. just spit at some random, unfortunate. Some people just in the front row got covered with spit. And then I said, I guess that runs in the family. And the bros were going crazy. Who? <laughs> Who? So dude almost took his shirt off and started twirling it like, Woo! and then that's when he started dropping the F word. Yeah. Hardcore. And, uh, uh, oh, that's when I started talking about his son being, oh, I started talking about me taking his son's dick. Yes, you that's did. That's what happened. Yes. I dropped all my pride that night. I was like, you, yeah, I don't give you, a shit. Let me get this guy mad. But you know what though? I also don't think you did drop your pride because you were still. Oh no! I didn't mean it like that. No, of course, just... but, I, but I also think in a in an interesting angle, it is somewhat noble <laughs> that you pissed this guy off that much yeah. that he needs to check his thinking and like you know re-examine his perspective. It was an interesting way you went about it. <laughs> I love the dude. Afterwards, you're like, "Was that good?" You asked me immediately, like, "How was that?" I was like, "I mean, it was funny." <laughs> I I wouldn't recommend making this a habit but yeah it was it was funny and the whole room was on your side man this is my perspective take control of this yeah you were absolutely in control being 100 this guy was being so aggressive be the matador to this extreme bull yeah don't let him oh eventually he became so unhinged yeah where the there was nothing to say yeah i couldn't say he became just i remember he was like you can't take my son's dick he did yeah he he switched completely broke he switched from being homophobic to so toxically masculine about how his son would overpower you sexually. It was like the wildest, like, hamster wheel, found the middle line. Like, you remember, have you seen Inception? Yeah, yeah, You know that yeah. part where he's like, he draws the two arrows and he's like, the line in between is like, this is where we exist. It's like, that was that guy. Yeah. He found that weird middle zone. Since we're in this background, I'm still the stud here. That was his mode. <laughs> to like support his son somehow in this hypothetical situation while still being wildly homophobic. It made no sense that this human existed. He was like, hypothetically, my son is out of the closet and you're still a bitch. Exactly. That's what he was trying to say. <laughs> if my son's gay, he's the greatest gay of all. He's the goat of gays. He's the, he's the most powerful gay man. You can't handle him and his seed. He's too strong. <laughs> it was a wild change dude he was homophobic in a way that i was like do you pray five times a day for this whole year <laughs> how are you that homophobic that was crazy oh my god so, so you i mean like i said man you're always on the road you're headlining zone three coming up which is going to be fun like mid for that mid-november um 
that's gonna be great. That's a show over in uh, that room made me change that hand job joke. By the way, I've had so many different variations of that joke, and then uh, uh, they were like, "I was like, oh, let me make this more adaptable." Random tangent, my bad. Yeah, no, you said that. No, keep because of that. Just randomly, because of that room, I changed that shit, and that shit could work everywhere, man. Really, almost. almost. (laughs) Not everywhere. And then it didn't kill tonight. (laughs) And sometimes people will fight you over it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Whether you classify that as working or not, you know that's that's up it's up to the the uh, the writer. <laughs> <laughs> but it's gonna rip. Uh, like I said, it's mid November. I'm gonna post uh, post a date. But you are, I mean, you were just in Denver, man. Did you fly out there for some shows? What was? I flew out there just for a vacation. One of my friends lives out there. Ah, uh, okay. I ended up doing some shows out there because whatever, that's what happens. Yeah, that's but, how it goes. Yeah, you just want to work. Just, you know, he's uh. The flights were cheap. He yeah. didn't see me in a while. He got my ticket, and I was like, all right, oh, nice. I'm going to go out. Old friend from the West Hartford days? He used to be a comic back in the day. Jesse's a man. Got uh, it. Yeah, 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 So he got a promotion. He got money now. He was like, all right, Mo. This, he looked at his investment. I could get Mo for $25 a day. That's how he looked at it. That's how much money this guy makes now. That's how he treated it. He was like, I was like, man, thank you so much. And he's like, here, look, Mo, how much was that meal? And I was like, $43. He's like, yeah. This is how I thought of it. I could get you five to five days now. It's twenty five a day. So That's all. He just breaks it down. It's like a psychopath. Yeah. Twenty five. I mean, hey man, you get bar, you get two bar tickets or whatever. Sometimes two free drinks for working out here. You go do a show. He's like, hey man, I'll pay you with the ticket, and then you just chill. Not a bad gig. It's a he pretty great friend. A person in a not he racist way. Yeah, you know I mean, I was so happy to be there. <laughs> In a not racist way. He Airbnb'd myself. Yeah, you know? I mean, he it was like a non-sexual prostitute. He just wanted to hang out with you. <laughs> Run some prostitute. He just wanted to hang out with you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, it man. it was awesome. It was fun. How long were you out there? For? It was like a week I or something, I was there right? for like five days, I think. That's sick. Yeah. Worked there, too. Worked from home. Oh, nice. So I worked at his place. It was fun. I think I'm going to go back out next month. Nice. Yeah. Wow. You got swayed that easily. Yeah, you're, I was adding, like, you're adding. An, you're adding another city. I'm a natural townie. I know you said I was a road guy, but I've been a. Na- I'm a natural townie, so I'll go out once I'm used to it. So I become used to going out. So I'm used to Boston now. Okay, which means I'm here. You got know what it. I mean? Yeah. I'm used to driving north. I know people. Got Took it. me a yeah. while. If I randomly like doing comedy in Connecticut. Sometimes you see you'll meet some comics who come in. Yeah. So people before I went to Boston knew me. So I was like warm instead right. of straight cold. Of course. If I was straight cold, I would have never went up raw dog. Oh, I was gonna say you wouldn't be have gotten the shit you were getting and at the volume if nobody knew that you were at least warm. This is yeah, exactly. You this know? is how things work. Uh, nobody's gonna really vouch for you, but if you have like seven people that like you. They have some sort of influence and then random other people that don't know you or it's like you heard of Mo. Those people are like, yeah, I know Mo. Now you have more influence and those people will start helping you. That's how everything works. Anywhere you go, it's the same way. Right. That's how the scene is built from the ground up. Yeah. Get your fucking foundation straight. <laughs> so the earthquake don't fuck it up. And yeah. don't make them pay 10% tithes as fans. Nope. God damn. Oh. Food is fantastic. Man. Yeah, I like the podcast is. idea, dog. This is fucking Thanks, awesome. man. I appreciate I've, I've just been enjoying sitting down with, with close friends and getting to know a little bit more about them and making them a meal. I like cooking for the people I care about and people I find interesting, and this was a lovely chat mode. Even your so. trailer was official. Oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> I was like, because I understood. I was like, oh, okay. He's not just making random meals. I was like, oh, yeah, this is about where you grew up and shit. Exactly. When I ate shit like this, I just remember, like, um, I have a very uh, not traditional household. So I stated, everyone, or if you're listening to this, you already know that. You know, Somalian, Muslim, whatever. My dad's older. My mom's cool. Uh, so we didn't, a lot of people have one of the, uh, they eat dinner together. That's a staple in American households. I don't know if that was your household. It was, that's a, we got off on a couple of other tangents. I'm really glad that you brought this one back as we're wrapping it up. But one of my favorite questions is what did dinner look like at your house? 
So me and my family probably ate together maybe five times ever. Really? Yeah, we don't really eat together like that. Huh. Five times ever. Here's the thing. My dad's older. Sure. So, so he wasn't like... He's uh, eating at like 4 p.m.? <laughs> if I didn't want to... He was just a path of least resistance. Okay. They had a TV. They had, me and my little brother hung out with my little brother all the time. My older brother had Dragon Ball Z. I'm an addictive personality. If I want to do something, I do it. I'm not going to listen to my mom and dad talk if Goku's trying to kill Freezer. <laughs> that's, that's a great I'm point. not interested. That's a great arc. R.I.P. Krillin. <laughs> <laughs> I was obsessed. Dude, show's great. Cell Saga, so yeah. good. So I was like, I'm not going to listen to these people talk. I was just watching Ed and Eddie before that. Yeah, another great one. So are you watching with your brother? Or you just like you just got a bowl of food and you were like, all right, peace, I'm out. With my older brother. He's the one who showed me Dave Chappelle. Uh, okay. And my little brother tagged along. Got it. That was, uh, I mean, I've probably seen every media when I was a kid. Because I didn't have to eat dinner with my family. We That's, just watched it together. And again, you're, so did your was your mom ever like, come on, let's all eat together? and like For special events, and it was always awkward because I'm an asshole. <laughs> it's not even their fault. I probably... Just trying to get Honestly, laughs. my mom, my mom's so wholesome. But me, it's just like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, they take me and my little brother out for like our graduation and just be a fight. And it was because of me. And so it was, I just, you know, when you notice a through line through everything, because my little brother, he might be an asshole now, but when he grew up, he was always smiling, a sweetheart. I ruined that nigga. You know what I mean? <laughs> just a just, brutal just, older brother. You just poked him until he turned it into you. Just brutal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, and my mom was just like, I don't give a fuck about whatever you say. My dad's just looking off into the corner. Yeah. Go. My hud, you need to do this? Uh, I mean, I didn't say bitch then, but like. Mom, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? That's like, the energy you're giving off. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just a brutal, live wire mean of a kid. kid. That's who I was. Did you get your ass beat as a kid too, or all these fights come as an adult? No, I mean my, I, they, it's, I, I'm sure in like uh, American household to be considered beating, but it was just like belt. That's it. Oh, I didn't even mean from your parents. I meant from other people your age. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, there's this one time I remember maybe I was in the fourth grade, right? No, no, no. I was in the first grade. My little brother was... So I was in the second grade. My little brother was in kindergarten. Or I think I was in the first grade and he was preschool. I don't remember. Point is you're like, the point is you're like six. Young. And someone wants... To fourth graders, all oh our block gosh. fourth graders were there. And they never really, I don't remember, I don't remember many things then. But I remember I wasn't supervising my little brother that day. And this kid, Billy, one of our neighbors, he's fourth grade, big kid. Nice now, whatever. He's just a kid. At this time, he was an asshole. He made my little brother swallow a couple petal, pebbles. So I just remember maybe like five years later, I never forgot about that shit. So my friend Evan, he lives up the street. Billy lives below him. So Evan's house is in a hill. Got and it. See yeah. Billy playing in his backyard. So Evan's house, uh, his backyard is you on have top the, of Billy's backyard. You have backyard. the high ground. I have the high the ground. Strategic. I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi. Exactly. And he's, he's uh, Anakin, yeah. but he does Anakin isn't even trying to be a Sith right now. He doesn't even know. Anakin's playing with his dog. Oh, no. <laughs> Outside. And Evan's house is like a construction yard. We're by his barn, so there's rocks everywhere. We just stoned this nigga like oh he's a Saudi God. Arabian woman trying to drive. He got fucking blitzkrieged, brutalized. Holy fuck, man. That's when I was petty. You know what I mean? We dropped that now, but like, that's when I, oh. I held that grudge for years, and that motherfucker had, I mean, he couldn't see for a couple of days. Oh my God. We called him fucking Ray Charles. So you hit him with a rock and hit him couldn't... with many rocks. Oh my God. Pelted him. Maybe even his dog. I don't remember. Shout out to PETA. You are an absolute. <laughs> what? I mean, that is psychotic. <laughs> what the fuck? We were kids too. I was like, maybe. That's what kids do. That's what kids are. Kids are just fucked up <laughs> creatures. Like, yeah, I'm gonna throw. You made you made my little brother eat rocks. I'm gonna throw rocks at you. And you was an eighth grader getting pelted by fucking fifth dumb dog, too, bitch. <laughs> and it's sad now looking back at it because he was like an obese kid. 
so he couldn't move out the way. <laughs> he just had an easy target. He was an asshole, but he got fat, so he's probably like not that cool. Oh getting pelted God. by these younger kids. I remember we had a talking with his dad. That was brutal. His dad came by and was like, "Hey, did you throw his rocks at my biker. fat kid?" His dad kid. wasn't a pussy, but oh, I imagine his dad was like, "You let these kids stone you?" Probably, man. He probably got stoned, and then his dad hit him too. <laughs> He probably got double fucked that day. I mean, he was in the eighth. I mean, he was like in the uh, fourth grade. So he's probably learning about rocks. He's like, let me try to make this kid swallow rocks. It was probably a wholesome story. Let's see what it's like to make a little kid swallow a sedimentary rock. How does he react? He's doing a controlled experiment with my brother's stomach. He's like, I wonder what he reacts to if a metamorphosis rock enters his esophagus. Jesus. Yeah, well, that's that's the the problem with kids. Even the wholesome stuff, it's like, well, that was fucking dumb. Yeah. And then the psychotic stuff is like, well, that was too much. (laughs) (laughs) You find the... Overkill. I thought it was cool until like a couple years ago. You find the balance. Yeah. (laughs) That was one of my like stories. Like I would tell people, yeah, don't fuck with me. That was like I, I was like, I'm throw the man. Rocks now at I'm you. like, what was that? About? I should use my words. Well, <laughs> even when you use your words, it turns into a fight. So, I fucking love it though, and I love you, man. So, oh, man. cheers. Love you too, uh, follow Mo Musa. Follow us. Mo Hot Musa on Instagram. I'm gonna post it too. Don't worry, brother. Yeah. Uh, like I said, he's gonna be headlining Zone Three in November. I'm gonna post that date. Come on out if you're in the area. It's going to be a fun as hell show. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Dinner at Your Place. Yeah.